Hello everyone, welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we're here with Julie Glenn of Julie Glenn Coaching. How's it going? Great, thank you. <laughs> so let's get started. Tell me a little bit about the business and yourself and what you do. Myself and how I got started? Yeah, absolutely. Um, typically, well I'm new, I'm a new coach. Um, so I've only been doing this for a little over a year. Um, I was in the field of education before I was a coach. And I felt like when I got ready to leave there and take on a new career, I felt like I was doing a complete 180. Um, but then the more I got into the coaching field, I realized there are so many similarities. Coaching is essentially facilitated learning, yeah. facilitated self-discovery, which is the same as what I did in my world of teaching. Yeah. So I really only just made a minor shift and not a complete 180. Which was good because then I can still use a lot of the skills that I had when I was a teacher, which I felt like I was, you know, successful at that. So I brought all of that with me. Um, when I started coaching, I wasn't really sure, you know, where I wanted to be or how I could help people. And um, it was only recently that I started um, going into intuitive eating. And what actually happened to me was I um, had been on the keto diet mm -hmm. and... Um, I started having fantasies about binging and eating and going crazy on food and, and, and a lot of people who go on off of keto, that's what happens because they've been restricted for so long. Yeah. And um, I was still doing keto and I was doing some reading about mindful eating and um, the buzzword intuitive eating came up and I was like, what is that? And I started looking at it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect for me. <laughs> and, um, and I stopped doing keto and I switched over personally to doing intuitive eating. And I've been really, really super happy with it ever yeah. since. And I feel like it's hard, it's not easy, but it's, I almost feel like it's really essential to get, especially for women, to get in tune with kind of the mind-body issues that we have. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's go from there. What is intuitive eating? Well, I'm not going to have all of it memorized by heart. There's 10 <laughs> principles to intuitive eating. But really, the way I see it is it's going back to what you were born with. You know, if you look back at a child, you don't have to tell a child to eat. They eat when they're hungry. They stop when they're full. They know what they want to eat. Somehow, as we grow older and into adulthood, we get into the, well, I'm eating even though I'm not hungry. Um, this happens to me where, oh, everybody's going out for dinner and I go with them. But I'm not even hungry, but I'll still eat when I go out for dinner because it's kind of a social thing. If you take yeah. a child out for dinner and they just ate lunch, they're not hungry, they're not going to eat and they're going to stop when they're full. Those are the biggest things about intuitive eating that I think are important is eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. Um, there's other components to it. Um, don't eat when you're distracted so like pay attention to your eating yeah i think that's a really big one i saw a lady today when i had to stop at an office before i came here who was eating at her desk and i was like for one thing you're not enjoying that food yeah and you're eating a ton more than you would if you actually paid attention not only to what you're eating and how it tastes but how your body is feeling about it yeah. listening to the cues that i'm done eating now and it's time to stop yeah because that's a that's a big one is mm -hmm. there's actually a couple things in there you said that are really big and that's you know social eating mm -hmm. there's a lot of social pressure around food mm -hmm. um especially at parties and like you say you go out to dinner and stuff like that and then 
yeah, eating when you're kind of bored or just you're not paying attention to it. You're right. just sitting at a computer or a TV or or at the movies, yeah. and you down that, and then you go around and grip the refill yeah. and down it again. You know, and yeah. it's like the whole time you're watching the movie. You know, and yeah. it's like wow, I can't believe we ate that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing was a whole day's worth of food. Exactly, you know? exactly, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. They're like, why am I not losing weight? You I know, know I know, I do, and they're like, eat that much today. <laughs> I just went to the movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I think another big part of this conversation is, like you had mentioned, when you're a child, you, you're better with what you eat and how. Um, a lot of times because your parents regulate your food, kind of like what you can and cannot eat. Because mm-hmm. you know, typically, I'm going to say typically, you know, a child doesn't get born, it's on formula, the milk. And they don't go, oh, here's super heavy processed sugars and, you know. Yeah. So when you get later in life, you reintroduce that into a diet and it completely changes things. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of studies and a lot of thoughts and stuff about um, foods that make you want to eat more food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yes. Wrong room. It's probably next. Yes. Anyway, so that way I know what to take that part. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, so quality of food is important too. <laughs> cool. Let me go from there. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to add? That? No. No. Okay. So, uh, man, that really threw me off. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't want to get into the science, and then there's a lot of like. I don't want to get into dissing companies. <clears throat> I could go on a whole bandwagon about. Yes. About, uh, okay. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> let's sa- not I'll go save down. you from that. <clears throat> you know, plenty of companies, <laughs> and it's very well known. You know, one with refined sugar, with sugars and things that are put into it, they're absolutely detrimental to your health. And I'm fully aware. <laughs> you know, I am a very large fella, and uh, I get it. I just. Finally, within the last few months, switched and started dieting again. And so, you know, I used to be in really good shape. Now I'm not. We're not. We're not on right now, are we? Well, it's on, but I can oh. cut out whatever I want. Oh, to. okay. Well, there's a, one of the other principles is ditching the diet mindset. And there's yeah. a lot of studies and a lot of research about how diets really ruin your metabolism yeah. in your body. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty funny. Anyway, so let's get back on to a subject. So we were talking intuitive. Yeah, what I would like us to, to go into is about, um, um, like, self-respect for your body. Cool. That's where I come in, okay. is learning to respect your body, love your body, listen to okay. your body, cool. which is not an easy thing to do. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so let's, let's do that. Yeah. No, come on. That's better. Cool. So, essentially, a, a patient comes to you, they decide they need your services. Where do we go from there? Well, we talk about kind of like what what they feel like are one of their strongest issues. Um, I I need to help people who want to be helped and know that they that they have an area where they can benefit from help. What I see a lot in intuitive eating and um, and even just the diet mentality and you know body image is kind of like a self loathing, and um, and and I feel really badly about that. That people there's so many people that feel that way that feel especially because of the size and shape of their body. I mean it's like if you're gonna feel guilty about something, at least feel guilty about something that you consciously made a decision to do wrong, but don't 
disrespect yourself because of the size or shape of your body. That's I feel like that's super unfortunate. Yeah. And that's an area where I really like to try to help people is becoming their own best friend again. Um, love yourself, love your body. It's amazing how quickly you'll treat it differently when when you're proud of yourself and you're happy with yourself, regardless of your size and shape. Um, and I think that's a really huge component. Okay. I think there's a lot of, um, regardless of what you eat, I think we've become a society where we're so externally focused that it's um, it's bringing us down inside. And now that we have social media to add to that, mm-hmm. I think it just it just exacerbates it so badly. You know, people are putting out their very best. Other people are looking at it and then internalizing and feeling like failures based on a 5% that somebody else is showing yeah. through social media. Yeah. And so that's an area I really like to work with is starting to become the type of person who's like, I can look at that and not internalize. I can look at my exterior world and friends and not affect my ego Mm -hmm. in a negative way. Then once you do that, you start getting on the downward spiral. And for particularly women, I find that's when we start to like self-sabotage. Oh, well, my life is horrible because she has this beautiful picture on Facebook and she's whatever, thinner than I am, prettier than I am. And I'm useless, I'm going to eat. And that's where I like to get in there and be like, you know, help them. And part of coaching, too, is everything somebody needs is all, it's all inside of them. I don't bring to them anything they don't have. We just peel it back until they discover it. And that's kind of cool. It's kind of like talking about kids again. It's kind of like when you see a kid who does something for the first time that they didn't know they could do. Yeah. And then they do it. And it's like... I mean, we might guide our kids, teach them how to, you know, ride a bike and help them and support them, but they did it on their own. And that that feeling of success is like, I did this. I think as grown-ups, we need to get back there. We need to get back to discovering, hey, I can do this. I've yeah. seen other people do it. I know that it's possible, but I don't know if I can do it. That's where the coach comes in. You know, I'll hold the back of your bike until you're sturdy enough to go on it. And then that enlightenment in their face and stuff like, I did do this. I had it in me all along. And then once you have that, it's like, it's so empowering to be, I don't need to worry about what someone else thinks about me. Yeah. Because I'm okay with what I think about me. Yeah. And then once you get to that place, I mean, like, whether it's your eating, your relationships, whoever it is everything kind of just settles when you're okay with who you are yeah i like that so but i'll I'll play devil's advocate a little bit um but at what point the because i understand being okay with yourself Mm -hmm. um at what point does the personal change come in because typically that stems from an issue you have with yourself so going on you know Yes, ditch the diet mentality, but, you know, someone who wants to lose weight, you know, how does that play into, you know, all of it? I'm not, Does that make sense? No, no, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll answer it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing about, one of the distinctions I should make is, and, and this is sometimes a confusion, is what's the difference between therapy and coaching? Mm-hmm. Coaching is creating a future 
based on your future. Therapy is creating your future based on what happened to you in the past. So with coaching, we look at, well, where do you want to be? What do you want to create? How do you want to be? And then together between client and coach, we kind of create that space for that growth, for Mm -hmm. that possibility. So regardless of where you came from or what you're carrying with you, you can you can create a plan for where you want to go. You don't have to take all of your baggage with you. You yeah. can just be like, this is where I'm going to go and this is how I'm going to do it. And your coach is going to help you. Help you find your way to help you make the plan. Help you see the plan. Yeah. Believe the plan. And then do it. Have it happen. But it's like practice. You know, it's going to feel really awkward at first. Like if you try to bounce the basketball with your left hand when you're right-handed, it's going to feel really, really weird at first. Yeah. But the more you do it, doesn't matter that you've never done it before. You can never use your left hand. The more you do it, the more you practice, the better you're going to get at it until it becomes second nature. And then you can go either way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I just like playing double advocate sometimes. It's fun to nice. like just yeah. sit there and poke at things. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably the best part of my job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would be really good at that, too. <laughs> yeah. So, pretty cool. So, for anyone that wants to reach out and kind of learn a little more about, you know, you and what you do and how you can help, how do they get in touch with you? Um, basically, my name, okay? Yeah. I'm julieglennecoaching.com. Okay. I'm julie at julieglennecoaching as my email address. I'm also julieglenn at yahoo.com. Um, julieglennecoaching on Facebook. Um, but the best way to probably reach me would probably be through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Facebook a lot. I do a lot of social media. But that being said, I don't do a lot of social media. Yeah. So, like, I am not. I don't post every day. I don't. I don't put things out every day. But I'm there every day. So it's a good way to reach me. Yeah. As opposed to like emails that sometimes get lost or whatever. Yeah. But then you can also stalk whatever I have done, and and check it out. <laughs> But yeah, I would say if anything I've said resonates with anybody, I would strongly encourage them just to connect with me. That's where every relationship starts, is make a connection and then go from there. Yeah, and talk to them on social media. Just talk, yeah. Let's just create a conversation and go from there and see what happens. I might not be the coach for everybody, and not everybody is the client for me. Yeah. Just like dating, you know? Yeah. Not everybody's going to be together forever, but it starts with a conversation okay. and goes from there. So that's, yeah, that's what I would say. Pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. So thank you for joining me. It's been a lot of fun. It, this has been fun, and I was scared. <laughs> Most people say that until they sit down, and then it's, it's pretty pretty easy. Okay. So thank you guys so much for watching. That is it for today, and everyone be good. That's it for today, everyone, but it doesn't have to end there. Head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or iHeartRadio to get more from New Hampshire's top entrepreneurs.